Welcome to Sponsored by Nobody. This week, sponsored by us. We're back. This is October 2021, and you're listening to Leaves in the Jungle, Season 2, The Introduction. Uh, in this game, we are using the Wild Sea Playtest D, World Setting and System. Again, we're still in playtest. This is a more robust playtest than last season, but still playtest, so things might differ a little bit from when the game fully comes out. Uh, yeah, we're still going with it. So characters have been updated, changed a little bit as a the playtest you're using has changed. So certain skills and traits and stuff have been rearranged. So we did some editing between season one and now. And then also characters have been updated a little bit just to, you know, flow with how players want them to play a little more as I mean, after playing all of season one, we're kind of like, Oh, I never used that skill or I didn't really like this skill. So we've, we've done a little player editing and that's fine. Uh, we also, I did a little editing because technically there'll be a two-year time skip between not maybe no not not by the time listeners listen to this will actually be two years and definitely not by the time we're recording this but in game there is a two-year time skip and that is to allow players to do a little bit of advancement and to kind of justify some of the things that we're going to do but episode one will kind of go over what happened in the time skip this intro will go over player characters and what happened last season, as well as a very brief discussion on what the goals are for this season. So with that all said, very long-winded, I am Ian, playing the Firefly, and we have... I'm Austin, back with Zitsi Yaku. I'm Bev, playing Rook again. Yeah. I'm Dylan, playing Jison. And I'm Jonathan playing Belt. What? Awesome. Those who are intelligent and Bev will have noticed. Wait, what? <laughs> will, have noticed my, will have noticed Jonathan <laughs> has changed Jonathan. characters. <laughs> I just the way you were like, what? I was like, I gotta, I gotta throw that in there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> I'm punished for observing my surroundings and friends. We love you, Bev. You're amazing. Do you? Always. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm glad Bev. you noticed. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Jonathan has changed characters. Uh, so, you know what? Let's let's start with Jonathan because he's a he's a new character. So, who's your character for season two, Jonathan? Uh, so my character's name is Belt. Um, they are a slug person. Um, they can fit through uh, tiny cracks. They can. Uh, uh, they they hate salt. <laughs> um, things just kind of lined up. You know, I was like, "Oh, I'll be a goo guy," and then I'm looking at the stats, and I'm like, "I literally have an aspect called sensory stalks." All right, I'm a slug guy. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, belt is. A uh, oh gosh, what did I call it? Let's see if I left it as a note because it was a good name. I didn't. Um, so, belt belt basically works for the the, the, the ghost post, um, which listeners might remember from season one, where they just kind of show up at, during the night and 
take some stuff as payment, but deliver, you know, letters and missives from people who are in very secluded areas. Um, Soup stealing paper boys. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so my character actually works with them and is kind of like a, I, I'm almost picturing it as like this like pseudo Masonic thing where you kind of get in, initiated and work your way through not so much like ranks, but like processes until you achieve some kind of a nirvana and become one of the living whispers. Um, because of that, they can get like, whenever we bring cargo on board, they like take a piece of like the story from that cargo into themselves and they can produce whispers from that. And they can like write their own maps or uh, charts uh, whenever they have time and stuff like that. So they're a little bit more of a social character than, um, <laughs> than Gomez was. Um, definitely not as combat as Gomez was. He was accidentally a combat character. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to uh, giving this guy a try, though. It uses the the Ketra bloodline as opposed to the Ectus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're excited to see your character. It's going to be neat having a very Whisper-focused character and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then let's do uh, Zitsi. You are still in this game, so... Has Zitsi changed since season one? Um, his sense of fashion has gotten a little bit more impressive. Maybe a couple, up a couple brackets. Uh, he's taken to exploring a little bit more, going through like Drock's journal for places you know he wasn't able to go to because he wasn't ready for it. And now that he's got his own little group of little ones to hang out with and teach he's very he's been very excited over the past couple years to show them all show them around the deep and the dark how it cannot be scary and full of skin stealing monsters (laughs) nice um uh jison your has your character changed since season one how's he doing how yeah. Um, in a way, he's changed, and in a way, he has not at all changed. He's still very much himself, just more so. Um, he's still cooking uncookable things into the most delicious things you've ever eaten. He now has no regard for the hum- normal human palate, and you know, will make things that will literally light your mouth on fire, or you know. And he's been getting more and more and more into his into his brewing, and he now uses he uses his third arm like it's it's always been there. You know what I mean? Nice. So nice. he's he's changed from the uh, the the same old Jison who like he's still himself, but now instead of shying away from a fight, like you know he's got a, a permanent like he ain't got eyes, but he's got eyebrows. Nice. Um, yeah, actually, when you mentioned he, he's gone away from the normal palette and stuff and like lighting your mouth literally on fire. Has anyone seen that? I know Bev has. Has anyone else seen the uh, dropout series uh, that has the chefs or whatever the quote unquote chefs on like it's yeah, it's the college humor dropout like chefs 
uh, videos or whatever? Not at all. No? Okay, they are hilarious. And they're like, they're these like really weird chef things where it's like just so, so strange and bizarre. There's one that's like a monk and he like makes a glass of water, but it's just a monk giving people water. And he's like, I don't know why they come here. Why are they still here? Please tell them to go away. And every like no, nobody speaks his language is the joke. And they're like, oh, it's amazing. I gave this place five star review. It's, a, it's so wonderful. Best water I've ever had. And he's like, please, please just leave me alone. I'm just a monk. And then there's another guy who's like, yeah, I opened up my field one day and these people came in and started eating grass right off the ground. And they think it's some kind of like eating experience, like fancy restaurant. And, and I, I, I'd never stopped them. And they're like, this is amazing. It's so fresh. And they're just literally eating dirt from the ground. Farm to table. Yeah. 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 No, it's a, it, it's, it's a weird. And I'm just, I, I fully picture Jison as one of those chefs. <laughs> Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter what, what he feeds you. You're going to love it in probably 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Rook. How has Rook grown and changed? And obviously the most important character, uh, Scraps. Oh, well, well, Scraps, um, Scraps got, you know, like as, as the season two look update has one of those lovely little neckerchief scarves that sometimes Scrappy Dogs have. I just like to envision that 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 he he stole one of ZZ signal flags, um, <laughs> like like he wanted to play tug of war, but ZZ didn't get it, so it just gave him the flag, and now it's like tied around his neck in a little triangle neckerchief, and it's cute. Um, also, just on the college humor thing, if we do enough shoutouts to drop out in college humor, do you think that we could get Brennan Lee Mulligan as a guest star? Because that would make my whole life. If we could achieve that, so I'm gonna shout out them whenever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but if you happen to be listening, anyway, um, what is Rook up to? Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of didn't really because when you said two years, I'm like, oh, that's a large gap or gap, and then my mind just kind of froze. Like not like you you know when it's, there's like too much possibility of what could happen in that span of time, and so your brain just kind of shuts down. So yeah i have not come up with new and i'm kind of wanting to in you know like see what comes up like as like a prompt or an improv thing just to be like you know literally or figuratively roll the dice on that one um nice just to, just just to play you know but like i imagine she's spent the last two years like um well, first of all, working with Dokus to uh, to really integrate that tree into the ship's mechanics. Um, True. To make everything, you know, like she's really just pouring a lot of her energy and spare time into souping out the ship really well and, you know, becoming more connected with bees, um, tinkering yeah. away at stuff. But in terms of, like, specific events can't think of anything off the bat outside of what we come up with in the moment no that's fair uh docus for listeners who don't remember yes. is the 12 foot tall four-armed gorilla man that came from the rainbow fruit tree who now lives on their ship and has helped them plant 
the rainbow tree in the middle of their ship. So their ship now has this like fairly good sized tree growing out of the middle of it. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. We're the goal for this season is to maybe get a um, actual drawing of the ship made by someone. Don't don't quote me on that. We'll see how the budget goes and we'll see how time goes. But we'll, that's the goal. On the internet forever. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. I guess for people who, who need a refresher generally, yeah. Rook, Rook is an ardent rattle hand. Um, Shangling, she, uh, you know, youngish, ardent person who's, I think I described her as like kind of diminutive for an ardent you know, they're, they're generally kind of stocky and bulky, um, but she's kind of on the, you know, she's a nerd. <laughs> so she's, yeah, she's smaller. Um, she's a gear rabbit. Thank you very much. She, yeah, she's she's a gear rabbit. She's, you know, the one wearing overalls and big gloves and fancy Digimon style goggles to, to just, you know, make the ship look cool. Um, and then, yeah, Scraps is a big old dog who um, they're or a dog descendant and the dogs that were able to adapt to tree climbing and so like very large and the his limbs have gotten longer and lankier and um, more capable of climbing much the way a monkey is he has big fingers they're, like, he's a donkey he's, yeah he's a donkey <laughs> <laughs> yay Nice. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so actually, I'm glad you brought up Dokus because that brings us to the other quote unquote officers and crew on your ship. You guys have the three children that you <coughs> rescued, uh, abducted, liberated. saved, stole. liberated, stole. Uh, you know, take your pick. We named them. Ian, stop talking that way about my son. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is flaky and delicious, and you abandoned Wow. Okay, hold up. <laughs> yeah. We're going to stop, and we're just going to back right up. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just re-listened to that episode, so it is fresh in my oh. mind. Oh, fresh no, is a fresh baked pie. I know. I remember. It oh. still hurts me. You think no, I'd forget an offense that grievous? Oh, oh I'm he's... just waiting until they're old enough that I don't feel bad at getting them back, oh. back at them for it. Oh, Nona, I, she I'm is gonna, coming I'm, back. I'm don't worry. Make me a delicious pie. One of these days, I'm going to be like, yeah, great. You, I finally taught you everything you need to know. You are a master chef. And he's going to be like, great. And then he's going to make himself a dessert one night, being like, yeah, I'm a master chef. And I'm also the fat kid. And he's going to make himself a delicious dessert. And I am going to like literally mission impossible into my own kitchen and steal it from him with my <laughs> spooky arm. Fall on Augustus gloop. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm shamelessly. I will leave him. I will leave him the dirty plate. Is that like cannibalism or is this some kind of bride of Frankenstein situation? Depends if it's steak and mushroom pie. Hmm. And like no, again, it'd, be, it'd be raspberry chocolate because he's because uh, he's raspberry chocolate. Oh, you're you're too you're too correct. Yeah, and I'm yeah. into it. Let's go. He, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something here really quick. I'm not gonna spoil much because I I he's coming back. He is coming back, and it's gonna be oh boy, is it gonna be amazing? I'm very excited for Nonashi to come back. Uh, he's coming back with born delicious as an aspect 
everything wants to eat you. You can always steal attention. That's his aspect. Glorious. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he just, he just, the air around him smells like raspberry chocolate pie. It's, it's amazing. Nonashi, Nonashi will be back, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, but we also have, we have Rocky, Colt, and Tums Tums on your ship. They have aged up a little bit because of the two year time gap. So they're 12, 10, and seven years old, respectively. And they've been spending some time with you guys. So not only do they have their outwit that they learned from Gomez, but they now, Rocky has Rattle, Colt has Delve, and Tums Tums has Cook as they help around the ship. Yeah. Cue montage of us having a little adventure with them. Each. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, freeze frames <laughs> just you know that like jumping in the air like yeah we had fun yeah credits start rolling yeah <laughs> uh actually and then talking about the ship um you guys have upgraded your ship in the last two years you are yes, now I, we have <laughs> and i <That's> helped <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Uh, You are a large ship. You are a scything frame. Your hull is made out of broadwood and ghost oak. So it's a multicolored hull, which is pretty cool. You have a... Flattering me. Like the white (laughs) dragon of Pern. We're not white. We're multicolored. Yeah. Uh, You have a... a Pern reference. Respect. (laughs) You have a saw prow and underscales. So you move like a a snake from the underscales, but then you kind of like just plow through it's it's pretty cool i'm pretty excited for this ship uh you still have your tamed hive of course because like we'd literally have to kill off bev to lose that i think yeah you would if if anything happened to my bees i'd kill you and then myself that's fair that's a valid argument yes (laughs) um so you have the tamed hive and you also have an acid maw which is pretty cool for an engine it's basically like liquid metal pumped around the ship that powers things i i don't know 100 percent how it works but it's awesome sounding and you guys have it so pretty cool so well remember when i said that i was pushing the edge of culinary uh culinary possibilities yeah it's that's just it's literally the quote-unquote second still you know what i nice. mean <laughs> Nice. Just, just, just hear him in the back. It'll keep and keep and keep. <laughs> are, are you going to drink that? Uh, just looks at you. It, it's glowing. Just looks at you. Literally starts eating through the bottom of the mug and dripping on his foot, putting a hole in it. Snacrifices will be made to satisfy G-Sun. <laughs> I have no taste buds. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, your your ship has. Uh, you still have the advanced disco. You still have the distillery, uh, or sorry, the advanced distillery. You still have the small stable with the large bees. Um, and then you have the fruiting oh, yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. You have the bee steeds. Uh, you have the fruiting tree, which 
again, is the rainbow fruit tree that's in the middle of the ship. And then the Delta Flyer, your little shuttlecraft, now has full stats thanks to PlaytestD. So it's a flatbed, which allows you to carry some cargo. Remember, we upgraded that in the session before the second to last session when you guys got your base. When you Yes, when we found the yeah. Amazon warehouse. Yeah, yeah, when you found that random warehouse from who knows where. Who knows uh, where, what, or yeah. under and, copyright. Yeah, and then you put a slimy mucoid rub on it, so the Delta Flyer now moves a little more stealthily through the waves. Uh, yeah, that's the ship. And... Uh, so there isn't technically rules for, like, bases in the actual Wild Sea, but we have kind of taken rules from the ship sheet and just made it into a base sheet, for lack of better words. And we're going to have a little bit of a base for the players to go back to at times and to also justify kind of where they're getting certain resources and how they're doing different things. So that warehouse that they found in the mangrove trees, um, they're using that as their base and they have, you know, a break room, an office, a reception, garage bay doors. Um, and the most important thing is you guys managed to put a post office in there. Uh, this is how Belt came to join your crew, which again, we'll go over a little more in episode one when we talk about kind of what happened in that two-year time gap. But yeah, a post office has taken up residence in your kind of base camp. Not so, just any post office. Well, yeah, like the like the, the ghost post people, like the yeah. living whisper postman now kind of wander through there every now and then and collect mail and deliver mail and just kind of use it as like a safe house of their own. Uh, I described the, the postman in this universe as a combination of like uh, men in black, but Buddhist monks in some way, like, like men in black that have reached Nirvana. Like they've become enlightened and so they're like above the world in some ways, but they're also a living whisper because they've reached the Nirvana. It's, I don't know. They're, they're just weird and unique and fun and who knows what will happen with them. But yeah, don't, don't think too much on it is the big thing. Uh, and it'd be I, great. So we can send postcards to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, Cause Oh, that, that works perfectly. That leads us into what is season two going to be about? And we'll discuss season what season two is going to be about now before we discuss what season one was so that listeners who don't want to, who binge watched season one can just end the episode after the explanation right now. Because Imagine being considerate of their yeah. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. We care about our listeners. That's our motto, right? It's sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's you betcha. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we share because we care. Yeah. 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 Hey, I, I don't get a cut of the Patreon, so it's whatever. <laughs> I'm guys, kidding. You, y'all, y'all are great. All, money involved? Like, what, what's going on here? We do technically have a Patreon. I think we make all of, like, 
ten dollars. It pays. It pays for our internet fees, like our not our internet fees, but our like housing, like broadcasting fees. What the heck do we house our? We have a website, I think. I don't know. I'm not the technical guy in our group. I don't. Nor am I the money guy. So I I don't know any of this. But yes, we do technically have a Patreon. Um, yeah, yeah, and and lovely people who Patreon us, sponsor us. But, but no, they definitely don't sponsor us. Well, I don't know. They can't. They literally cannot. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Somebody get the Keyblade and save them. <laughs> Time to play some Smash. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, but yes, yeah, so season two is going to be about um, exploring different areas and trying to gather friends and allies to then in season three fight or dismantle or save or whatever you want to call it the skin farms so season two the goal is going to be you guys are going to go around meet new people and get them to join the war effort more or less uh how you join get them to join how you meet them it's going to be some fun, quirky scenarios. And the goal being, we're going to hopefully, fingers crossed, have 10 cameos this season. Which is... I think, what? I know. Ambitious, but I think we can pull it off. Uh, yeah. You guys might not always end up in session talking about this goal of joining the war effort. But listeners, going forward... If we don't talk about the war effort in a cameo episode, assume that it was done off screen because it we don't want to have every episode be like, join the war effort. No. Yes. Okay. Bye. <laughs> We'd like the episodes to be a little different. I'm in. We can only rip off one piece so much. Yeah, I got to have some filler episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have at least yeah. six speech episodes. Yes. Oh my gosh, can we? But I was going to say, uh, considering the bar is drugging an entire community to love us as their gods, it's. Uh, I think it'll be pretty easy to get along. <laughs> he's, he's still loyal. Just, uh, I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's a right now. now. Yeah. Just make a cooking show, and then we'll have so many followers. Uh, amazing. amazing. Guys, are, are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. And when he said, you know, when when you're gonna defeat, uh, liberate, um, you know, like like dismantle, right? He's t- talking about dismantling. I was like, assume control of. Seize <laughs> the immediate. Yeah, I can yeah. use some skins. My wallet's empty. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yes, so. Yeah, you guys are going to have some quirky adventures with that. And then we'll also have some other non-cameo adventures thrown into this season. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, We won't do as many B-team episode adventures, but we do have at least two of them planned to show what uh, Drock, Illuden, Rekatap, and Nikitap have been up to on that Fire Mountain. Because... There's some interesting little things there. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the goal of season two. 
and now I guess it's basically just what happened in season one for those of listeners who want a quick recap, explanation, interesting tidbits, fun stories. I don't know. What happened season one, guys? Well, we stole a ship we found immediately. No, we didn't steal it if we found it. We liberated it. <laughs> you already started it off on the wrong We're not really the bad awesome. guys here. I mean, we really awesome. aren't the bad guys, though. Like, we, we yeah. found a ship. We recognized the like who the owners were and like actually yeah. looked around for them and couldn't find them. We talked about returning it to them. We, wanted, uh, we went on a grand quest to give them their boat back, and then when it turned out that they needed us to save them more than get their boat back, we took that on as our quest. Yeah. And then broke the boat. Right in half. I'm not saying we're good Don't people. Broke the boat, we're maybe. definitely the heroes. Yeah. I may have yeah, they, they, set up many, many traps, B-related traps for anybody who tries to use the ship that isn't us, but, you know, we're giving it back. Yeah, we started <laughs> off by chasing down a fish that ate them, all uh, Pinocchio style. Well, yeah, we, uh, you know, as all good quests do, after a little bit of shenanigans and introductions, we all went to a pub. Eternal rivalries were made. Um, oh yeah, Portobello's coming back too. Don't worry. Oh, oh man, that is that is the major villain this season, Portobello. <laughs> season one, that is like hands down the major villain. Don't forget That's, weird yeah. semi cultist mushroom. That's another mushroom we need to worry about. Oh, the ones who like <laughs> talk like library idioms all the time. Yeah. Yeah, let, me, yeah. let me pull One it up. Whose arm is attached to the back of my head? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate noink. <laughs> yes. Noink. His name was Vildemfelt. Vildemfelt? I don't know. It's, yes. It's something like that. You probably I have it written yeah, down. Vimenvelt. Vimenvelt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, from the from the light in the dark sect. Mm hmm. Um, we found a ghost ship at one point and defeated them with salted chocolate. Yeah, that was a cool. That episode. was fun. I, I got, I got, to, yeah, I got to rub my jaw spear with chocolate. That was nifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, there is also in the near the beginning, like we said, we we uh, we drugged uh, a large group of sentient monkey, like yep. reverent, uh, massive, like an uh, like the size of an ironwood rainbow tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think we're gods now. Ooh, Code of courtesy, Jison, and some clever Divian. Yep. Yeah, they they eventually when uh, when Dokus came to join us, he also brought us our trusty Beasteeds, who have been mentioned earlier, but I will mention again because I love them. Uh, I love nine. Nine's They're so favorite. cool. It's absolutely zero stealth. Uh, that that is that is what you should all be aware of going forward. Is our ship does not do that. Uh, we do not do that. No, if anything, we've got more of a strobe lights and loud bass music kind of vibe. We were always loud and proud, but now we're angry. <laughs> our ship shows violence when it was searched for its music track. You've chosen death metal as your music. Um, Onward. We found beach episode. Oh, yeah. 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 At the uh, the relaxed. I would have learned about the birds and the bees, but no. Learned about <laughs> no, you, you learned about some pokes and some trees. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, it turns yeah. out that 
we're we're gonna have that conversation for every single bloodline. <laughs> I did actually like oh. mentally go through and like, okay, how would this work with each species based mm-hmm. on ancestry? You do uh, know lots of clouds. Hmm? <laughs> you 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 do realize that the children believe that like the children watched Jison have a child, quote unquote. So that's where they believe Gao children come from. It's pie. Yeah, we just make each other. Yeah. Yeah, they just cook them in the oven like pie. And they're not entirely sure if that's, like, probably Rocky and Colt might know a little better, but Tums Tums might believe, genuinely believe that that's where all children come he from. He might believe that the phrase bun in the oven is literal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot of credence to itself now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What else could people possibly mean? Someone whispers. Uh, you've you've seen the truth. <laughs> Made a few allies as we like do- dodge between towns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Tom, like Tom, Larry. Tom Tom's comes back and he's like, yeah. "Hey, so like I turned into an alley and I heard someone ask someone else if they wanted to be a strudel or a Twinkie." <laughs> oh no! And we're like, Tums Tums, buddy, stay on the ship. Just stay on the ship. <laughs> Where did you find an alley? Our entire world is trees. <laughs> yeah, don't go down tree alley. You, you look and like <laughs> he's like perfectly fine, but clearly came from the sea. Like, where were you? Uh, amazing. We eventually took on a task oh. for the the B team. Took us to a place called Skarn, which didn't seem so bad at first. You know what? I, I hate to say it, but they're they're the A team. If any of the teams is the B team, yeah, it's definitely us. us. We are all we are team B. Team Boogie. <laughs> you know, they're they're the B team, like they're the second team, but we are definitely the B team. Yeah, no. Our ship is powered yeah. by bees, yep. we ride bees. They represent the best bees. of the core four. We are not. <laughs> <laughs> we they represent they the best of the best. best. We represent the mediocre of the mediocre. It's true. They're the best of the best. We're what's left after the rest. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a bunch of miscreants with with good intentions, but are, are generally bumbling fools, especially as a group when we're all pulling different directions, and everything gets just disastrous enough that we pull together and get through it. Everything we do is tainted by an aspect of crime. <laughs> it's not on yeah. purpose. What are you, a cop? <laughs> you have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you're literally not allowed to lie. Uh, your badge number or your phone number? <laughs> oh, fuck. In number two, if you have it. Oh, oh, fuck, you gave me a badge number. Ah. <laughs> Touch. <I'm- laughs> Turns out the town ended up being a, a skin farm for a Chelicre Mafia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, not great. Not, yeah, pretty not cool. Uh, guys, I guess. We decided to liberate. Uh, sorry, Jisan decided to liberate some stock from yeah. the uh, the warehouse. Uh, that stock was people. Thumbs, thumbs, Rocky and Colt. Yep. Hey, yo. Yep. A pie is a powerful tool. <laughs> oh my god! You know what we did do? We found. Okay, I. I mean, I, I don't I mean to like talk myself up here, but I made so much delicious food through season one. You did. That time is yeah. over. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, and also like, but not even making of the delicious food, but all of the amazing plants and animals and stuff like that that we encountered <sighs> all the way through. Right, the like saw Nana, dude. Our in dude, the saw Nana will go on throughout time. It is a permanent construct. You can't get rid of that thing. It just sticks in the edge of your memory. Oh yeah, I, I, tons of the creations that I that were created on each of the episodes were tons of fun. The footy yeah. ones, the the ones that. Oh, the legos. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the furious balls of legs. Oh my god. <laughs> and dude, how many how many of those creatures did we dodge to like? narrow escapes all the while like i mean well, it was too bad but damn were they scary yeah all the the uh alligator scorpions those still live around your guys's base by the way they because yeah. that's that's like their natural habitat area so yeah your guys's base is like you've made more or less peace with them but yeah they're they're around alligator scorpions are a thing who needs a moat yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, they don't really, they didn't take kindly the whole stealing of children thing. So you know, okay. enemies for life. But they got a little so pissy with us. C team though, like, do they even like, even if somebody told them it was them, would they recognize us standing right in front of them? <laughs> right. Ghost fight. Yeah. Yep. Pirate ghost fight. And I think that takes us to basically the end where you guys went to the Fire Mountain. Fire Mountain Forever and, War. And yes, yeah, started a Forever War. Yeah, can't forget about that Forever War. As Go you do. That Gomez is still there to this day, still punching fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, is, is, Gomez, is, future, is Gomez forever warring against the fire or forever no, warring no, against... No, he's forever warring against the mafia, guys. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. yeah. It's so... a funny uh, funny picture, though. <laughs> Still there punching fire. You're just like, damn, dude, how long have you been at this? The whole montage? And he'd be like, I absorb fire. It gives me power. Yeah, like he, he, he has the core concept of firefighter wrong, but it's still rapidly working no that's again i we re, i re-listened to that episode there are guys there punching fire like that's a thing they do there that works yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh jonathan do you want to talk about gomez and why he's not showing up in season well he might show up in season two but why he's not why you're not playing gomez besides the fact that you wanted to try out a new character uh, it's mostly I want to try out a new character. Uh, Gomez is taking a uh, break from being on the crew so that he can go about um, like recruiting for the effort to go and uh, handle the very well-armed Chalicray Mafia. Um, you know, going around being like, hey, I made this by Forever War. This is happening. This is a thing that we do. Um, uh, have you bought a war bond? You know, every every bond you buy is a bullet in your best man's gun. Um, He's the so like, man with a plan. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's he's just going around like while we are we the crew are off having fun adventures and kind of working towards it. He's doing it as well, just separately. Yeah. 
Fair enough. So he's now the 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 contact who like wears a shadowy cloak and appears in seedy taverns and does all that footwork. Oh, totally. He's the shadow to our disco lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just picture like full blown um, introduction to Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, just sitting there with like you know like the pipe lighting up, but then he throws back the hood. He's just like, "Hey guys, hey guys, <laughs> how you doing? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Do you want to join Just pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> you have the bone structure of a kung fu master. <laughs> um, I did he? I don't think he ever actually met. Um, Oh gosh, what's his Portobello? name? Portobello. Yeah, I don't think he ever met Portobello nope. either. I think we kept that joke going. Yep. So I almost, I almost imagine that he took off on Portobello's ship. And has no idea that Portobello is Portobello. There's there's a good chance he might end up on Portobello's ship. Yeah, that's like, mm-hmm. talking oh. to the crew. The next time he sees them, being all like, "Gee, son, I made friends with another mushroom. You'd love him." Yeah. Well, Larry's a really friendly guy, so he'd get along with Larry great. Well, yeah, he's, part it, of, he's part of uh, part of Bella's crew. So eventually, yeah. I kind of want Gomez to have a conversation <laughs> with. Um, I think it's Jison. Um, yeah. I'm trying to pull up the sheets. It's been just long enough where I'm like, mm, I don't need to remember. Yeah, Jison. Okay, good. Whew, got the name right. Um, have a conversation with Jison. He's like, so I keep hearing about this guy named Portobello. But I have to say, like, I've never seen you and Portobello in the same room. <laughs> and I'm real high when I'm around you. So is is there any chance <laughs> that they're both you? <laughs> you know me. At this point, it's not even it's not even an impossibility. You I was know what I mean? like, just about to say, yeah. Oh, my God. He introduces God. himself as P. You're friends with P. You love <laughs> yeah. P. Dude, we've we've literally no, but we've already encountered the schismed mind old dude, right? When we were inside the, the Leviathan. That's true. Oh. Yeah, the uh, the A B team. Yeah. Oh God, maybe his craziness wore off on me. Oh no. Oh my gosh, he like goes back. He's like, no, but the tavern. I made him mad with my juggling, and we're like. There was no other mushroom there, Jason. That was you. <gasps> I just, yeah, I just picture him when he's having that, the intense musical duel with himself, <laughs> running back and forth between instrument and instrument and just playing wildly. And everybody's watching him like, like the pie man would be watching me just like, not, not really getting it. And he'd be like, wow, that's fun. And everybody else is like, oh God, he's lost left. it. He's completely, he's completely insane. It's all just part of the process. Maybe that's why he left because he's like somewhere in this maddening world. There has to be one licensed therapist. I will find him for you, Father. The, the secret spice is medication. Something <laughs> <laughs> to be ashamed of. Aww, you can talk about your feelings. I feel spongy, and that's about it. How do you feel? I lack most sensory organs you would call feel with, but uh, <laughs> uh, feel a little bit less fun today, Gus. <laughs> hey, uh, how's your head? It's fine. Slowly moist. <laughs> <laughs> the moistness. I miss you guys. I'm just going to say that right now. That's fair. That's fair. We missed you too. Mm. Agreed. Um, and then I think I think that season one recapped pretty good. If if people yeah. want a better recap, they can listen to season one. 
again. The highlights, highlights of the AB team was like, yeah, they got eaten by the thing. They met the double-minded guy. That was fun. Um, went down to the darks, found a carnival, found a crocodile, found the base of the fire mountain, and then we're all kept the crocodile. Yeah. yeah, kept the crocodile. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was good. Um, okay, well, I think we're gonna end the episode there, and stay tuned. And hopefully, you're excited for season two. I was Ian the Firefly. I was Austin breaking down Zitsiyaku. I was Bev, not playing Brooke, but still encapsulating her spirit. I was Dylan, constantly interjecting, but, you know, thinking about Jison. I was Jonathan, uh, burning into a pile of ash, and then rising from them. <gasps> nice. Sick. And we are sponsored by Nobody, signing off.